yeah. Smith's Encore. Fantasy Sports and Politics Crew. Yeah, check. Fantasy Sports and Politics. Ain't no other talk show hot as this. Cover every sport and we get it all right. Log on the site, you can listen tonight. Talk about the game, who in first place. You can even call up, state your own case. Football, b-ball, soccer too. Log on, ain't nobody stopping you. It's Fantasy Sports and Politics Crew. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Fantasy Sports and Politics Crew. Yeah. Fantasy Sports and Politics Crew. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again. I am JT, a.k.a. The Master. And as always, on 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, at this time, you know, it's the uh, it's the FSP Crew Show. The number to call in is 347-637-3220. I'll say that again because I got screwed it up the first time. 347-637-3220 is the place to be. If you want to talk to the fantasy I mean, excuse me, the FSP crew show, and that includes me. We got a great show in store for you tonight. You guess what the theme is? Showing the money. Uh, a lot of teams finally did that. We're going to talk about that and what prompted some of them to do it. Um, I got my esteemed co-host from the Jersey, my fellow Jersey guy, like I always say. Um, they call him Jeff. And um, they nicknamed him the Joker, and I bring him in. What's that right now? What's up, Jeff? Hey, Jerry. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. I wish I was about uh, 40 years younger and had the ability of some of these guys because some of these guys got shown the money and are getting paid. Um, Des Bryant. Demarius Thomas, and even a kicker, Stephen Guskowski, is getting paid big money for a kicker. And then last but not least, Chiefs signed um, Justin Houston on Wednesday to what is sources say is six years, $101 million, and that includes – $52.5 million guaranteed, which that contract is the richest in Chiefs history and the richest for a linebacker in NFL history. 
before we go to the two wide receivers and the kicker, and kickers are people too, I want to talk about Mr. Kansas City Chief, um, the, the, the man who's, who's recorded uh, 20 something sacks, uh, 22 and a half sacks, or just, just one shy of the record last year. But he's gotten 40 something sacks over the last two years. And I guess the uh, Kansas City Chiefs decided to show him some love and give him that huge contract. What's your thoughts? Hey, yeah, good for those guys. I mean, uh, you know, those kind of dollars are hard for uh, regular working folks to relate to. But uh, uh, I think some fans resent these guys, but uh, I don't. If it bothered me, I wouldn't watch uh, the games. Uh, and my thing is I'd rather see you go to the players than stay with the owners. So uh, uh, good for these guys and uh, hope they're uh, wise with their money and they don't end up broke in a few years. Well, that that's true too, and, and you got to think. And, and I can't, and I and I've always been on, on the side of players because, for the most part, uh, on average, these players have a short, um, short span in the in, in their career, and they have the rest of majority of their life to live after they finish playing football, and the team. For all intents and purposes, and I'll say straight like this: treat them like, um, uh, uh, treat them like a meat market. Let me put it that way. Uh, and all these fans and any the owners and things like that always say you got to be loyal. You got to be loyal. Got to be loyal. Well, within the blink of an eye, if you happen to tick off an owner, or if you happen ha don't play the game. The political game, I'm not talking about the game in, in itself, but, but play the political game that is in professional sports. Um, you could be released just just that quick released. And and you would have to think that. You would have to think that. Um, Fans and a lot of fans are on players when they when they try to grab some money like this, but and, and a lot of fans resent just like you said resent the players to to get to try to play hardball in getting money. But the teams do the same thing, and also the teams um, don't show the type of loyalty at times um, as they they think the players should. And looking for a hometown discount when the guys are in the free agent uh, uh, market, like uh, Justin Houston was, like Des Bryant was, like uh, Demarius Thomas, and you had getting negative um, things said about Demarius Thomas, getting negative things said about Des Bryant because these guys were saying that if they don't not getting paid, um, they they weren't going to. Uh, attend training camp and quite naturally training camp leads into the regular season and they were going to they were uh, uh, ready to miss games and, and especially in the um, talking about Des Bryant and also Des Bryant had also said and and I'm gonna bring this up because I think this is one of the factors that convinced the the two franchises um, to come to an agreement uh, at the uh, 11th hour 
between the two receivers, I'm talking about the Denver Broncos and the Dallas Cowboys, that there was a um, strong possibility that um, I wouldn't say strong possibility. It was it was definitely a, a thing that was hanging over those two organizations, Denver Broncos and the um, Dallas Cowboys, that uh, the, the the dreaded word. Uh, of collusion, meaning that uh, uh, these two organizations, uh, presidents of uh, football operations, uh, talk to each other about, I guess, playing uh, hardball or or not trying to give these guys um, max dollars uh, or what they were looking for, Calvin Johnson money. They didn't, neither one of them got Calvin Johnson money, but it's awful coincidental Jeff that both these guys got a 70 million dollar contract uh one gets uh, uh um um 43 and a half million dollars guaranteed the other one gets uh somewhere around 42 but these two contracts for all intents and purposes were identical. They get. I think they make fourteen and change uh, a year uh, for five years. Both of them, and both of them, like I said, make seventy million dollars and, and uh, forty-three and, and a half and forty-two and whatever guaranteed. Now, if that isn't close to uh, 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 something that has to relate to collusion, I don't know what is. But since they signed those two organizations didn't have that possibility of um, open that can of worms and having to explain um, why they were talking to each other about about their players and the players' contracts. What's your thoughts? You know, uh, a lot of times, you know, these guys, they pay attention to what other players at their position get. That's very relevant to some of these guys. And, you know, I – you know, I get that, but uh, I remember one time somebody got carried away. I don't know if you remember this when uh, Michael Crabtree was uh, in the draft. Mm-hmm. It had been somewhat of a disappointment, but maybe he could uh, resurrect his career outside of uh, San Francisco. You know, I think everyone said he was the best uh, wide receiver in the draft. And, of course, the Raiders, they outsmart everybody, including themselves. They took uh, Darius Haywood Bay as the first wide receiver in that draft. And Crabtree (laughs) held out because he wanted more money than Haywood Bay because he's better. It's like, well, that's not how it works. (laughs) You know, it it gets slotted. Who gets picked first? And if somebody who's not as good as you goes before you, then you get a few more bucks. And that guy and his agent, they couldn't get it around their heads. And I think he held out for a little while because of that, which uh, you don't see – as many rookie holdouts as you used to. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and, and speaking of rookies, there's only one first round pick that hasn't been signed. One first round pick that hasn't been signed. And it happens to be a guy that needs to get into camp 
and get as many reps in training camp as possible for the simple fact that he's he he um was in the spread offense in at Oregon and now he he's going to be try, quite naturally converted to a quarterback that plays in the NFL and uh definitely for the most part away from the spread and uh just like you said they get slotted and there's a structure that's in place now. Ever since uh, Sam Bradford, I think Sam Bradford was the big, the last big quarterback um, who got drafted and got a huge contract. Um, after that year, uh, they had a tier uh, at a uh, um, a standard that each draft pick um, in the first round and after that would get X amount of money and no more and no less. Um, Mariota being the second pick. Um, I think the only holdup is, is an offset clause in the, uh, um, um, in the contract. An offset clause is that if the player for some reason didn't live up to his contract, he, he would, and, and it had any guaranteed money, he would get released and that money won't be transferred or he wouldn't he wouldn't be able to double dip if another team grabbed him uh, and uh, the, the the other team would be able to pay him whatever salary they wanted to pay him but he wouldn't be able to collect the other money um and the titans are and, and this is written in the um rookie contracts now and the titans are adamant and determined to have this offset offset language in the contract and are playing hardball with uh, Mariotta. Uh, and uh, it's, it's like set in stone that it, it, this is setting a precedent. If he doesn't get it, uh, other players haven't have, have not had offset uh, uh, language. Um, Luke Keekley for one is one of them that I can think of off the top of my head that, even though they had this offset language in place, it wasn't in Keekley's uh, um, uh, contract, but the Titans are adamant. And I can understand because this being a quarterback, this being what they call the face of the franchise and the man that's supposed to take him to the promised land, that if he doesn't pan out and they, for some reason they happen to release him down the road, that they don't have to pay a big sum of money um, if uh, um, they don't have to. What's your thoughts about uh, that language in a contract and uh, um, the Titans being uh, dug in about keeping that in, in, his, in Marriott's contract? My thing is if they're that worried about it, why did they draft them so high? Um, exactly. I understand that. Right, that that that's just my gut instinct, and uh, I'll tell you though, it's and and you, you'll remember this. Um, I'll tell you, you know, when I first started watching football in the late seventies and into the early eighties, there were so many more holdouts back then. It seemed because uh, you know they really had to fight for the players. Really had to fight for every nickel. It seemed, and uh, 
some agents, you know, would use that for leverage. And uh, it stunk for the players because, you know, they, you, you don't get that money back. And usually they would make an agreement. Sometimes there'd be a trade or something. But uh, the, one of the best things that ever happened to NFL players was the USFL because that really jacked up the salaries because that was real leverage that they could use. I guess before that, some guys had gone up to Canada for big bucks, but that wasn't an option for everybody. And uh, uh, one of the uh, CFL owners uh, got in a, a lot of trouble because he uh, signed a bunch of NFL guys and uh, wasn't able to pay their salaries. So that, that that could be a bit of a problem. Speaking of, speaking of salaries, one that's really, really, in my opinion, uh, one to watch is out in the uh, Northwest, a quarterback, a young quarterback that's taken his team back-to-back to to the Super Bowl, winning one, losing one, and uh, is set to make in his last year of his rookie deal a million and a half. And he's made it clear that he's willing to play out the year before signing a new deal. But that could open up the possibility of Russell Wilson playing somewhere else uh, because, from what I understand, he wants uh, top money, Aaron Rodgers uh, type of money. He wants uh, to be the highest-played player, uh, especially quarterback in the league. And uh, the um, Seattle Seahawks are not feeling that. And he was asked yesterday, last night at the at the um, the uh, ESPYS, how how confident is he that uh, it would uh, get um, done? And he said it all will work out. He he said he loved the city of Seattle. He said he's going to play his butt off, and we'll, we'll see what happens. This could get ugly, in my opinion. You got a guy that has exceeded his draft status, where he was drafted, by far. It's not even close. Now, he's not Aaron Rodgers, but he's probably one of the best in his class um, right now. And... He's looking to get paid to c- comparable to what a guy that's at the top of his game, uh, especially quarterback, needs to get paid. I don't know. You know, the Seattle Seahawks have a lot of young guys, and a lot of them have gotten paid. And, and now the quarterback, which is the guy who usually gets the biggest contract, wants to get paid. I don't know uh, what where Seattle is 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 uh, stands on that quite naturally. Oh, I shouldn't say that. I don't know. They don't want to give him the big money. Let me put it that way. And if they don't give it to him this year, um, I can guarantee he may hold he he'll hold it against them. Come 2016, when he, when he's a free agent. What's your thoughts, Russell Wilson? Should he or should he not get max money? Uh, for what he's done up until this point. You know, um, a while back, I read he took out insurance. So, uh, 
you know, if if he uh, plays this year without the con, you know, without the new contract, he's covered. And I, I give him a lot of credit. You know, he, he's obviously uh, very intelligent. Um, uh, I, I mean, it's I can't remember the last time a good quarterback, not even great, was became available as a free agent. It just it doesn't happen. I mean, he could test the market, but. I think he's worth more to the Seahawks than any other team. I mean, as good as he is, you know, if another team signs him, he's not going to be their savior. He, I mean, he's good. He, I don't know if he's that caliber. Um, the the problem with, you know, it's not just the money. It's uh, because, uh, you know, the, the Seattle owner, you know, could, could afford it, of course. But, uh, you know, you got to deal with the cap ramifications. And usually – um, it's been great for Seattle because they've had a, a very good quarterback at a, a, a pretty modest salary. Uh, but then when they uh, extend him, that usually means there's a couple other guys that they can't sign, and that that's just the way it is. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's a interesting situation. But I, he's worth more to the Seahawks than any other team. And, uh, yeah, uh, he's got the insurance and, uh, uh, I I think they'll work something out, something out. I'd be very surprised if he became a free agent. Well, let me, let me ask you this, Jeff. Um, and I have to beg to differ here because I think, uh, some teams, uh, they need a decent quarterback or a real good quarterback that is, 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 uh, intelligent, can, is accurate enough and, and, and has a wheel wheels. I can three. I can think of three teams right now that would elevate uh, their team to um, a, a, a higher level if Russell Wilson is there. Cincinnati's one of them. Houston's one of them. And um, I'm trying to think what the other one was. Um, I was thinking off the top of my head. Um, New York Jets. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a, that's a possibility. The Jets or or the Bills. So you got you got two in an AFC East. So I'm, I can think that the, if, if Russell Wilson was on one of those teams that have a strong defense and a running game, uh, that uh, him being a capable quarterback would would elevate that team. Uh, the Houston Texans, like I said, they, they definitely the uh, Cincinnati Bengals and another team. And this may sound like a surprise, but I think this would elevate that team in the same division as the Seahawks, St. Louis Rams. They had Russell Wilson on that team. Uh, they'd be extremely dangerous. So um, Seattle would be very, um, uh, and I'll say it bluntly, very stupid to let Russell Wilson get off, get away. Um, I'm surprised that they haven't got a deal done. And, 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 and you know, you, your risk, in my opinion, you risk p- pissing off a player um, when you string him out, when you don't show him the love that you expect him to show the love to your organization. And Pete Carroll uh, is a is a gambler. Obviously, he was a gambler. You see what he, what happened in the um, Super Bowl, uh, the last last Super Bowl. He took a took a shot uh, and lost that. And the organization is taking a shot that stringing, in my opinion, they're stringing Russell Wilson along 
Uh, I would think a deal, especially when his rookie deal is 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 over this year, that they would try to get something in place versus letting him play out. Uh, from what I'm seeing here, letting him play out uh, his last year, uh, his last year of his rookie deal for one and a half million dollars, which was he grossly underpaid. That's uh, that's the joke. Um, with a guy that who's been back to back, even though they have a strong defense and a strong running game, in my opinion, you still have to have a, a decent quarterback and the threat uh, uh, of him being able to, um, um get the job done when the running game and the defense doesn't. And Russell Wilson has done that when, he, when he's called upon to do that. So it's obvious in the first Super Bowl and quite naturally in the second when he almost won the game. Uh, unfortunately, uh, play calling, even though you're supposed to execute whatever the play is called, uh, play calling uh, resulted in the Seattle Seahawks not winning back-to-back Super Bowls, which they very easily could have done, um, and even increased his value that much more. But he, he got him to two Super Bowls. He's the quarterback uh, of that team and uh, um, has, like I said, exceeded his expectations and his contract and his uh, draft draft level, I should say. And I would thought by now they would have gotten something done. Now, and we'll have to wait and see. I, you know, that, uh, that's what I, that's what I was talking about with teams showing their loyalty. When they string a guy that has shown a, a b- whole bunch of loyalty, and uh, um, and they want to try to try to get a uh, uh, get him on the cheap because he loves his team, loves his city, so they're going to try to get him on the cheap. And, and uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, he may have a, he may, probably has a good agent. His agent plus him himself that put their heads together and said, "We want what what we should get, uh, which is fair market value, and that's top dollar. Anything less is not acceptable." All right, let's move on to um, um, your thought on this, Jeff. I watched the ESPYS yesterday, and. Um, one of the things that was in the ESPYS was the I think it was the it was I think it was the uh, Jim Valvano Award, if I'm not mistaken, that uh, Caitlyn Jenner Jenner got. Um, and, and her competition was a I think it was a 15 or or a uh, a young young lady that was in either uh, high school or college. That was got to only play one game because she had been diagnosed with cancer and she passed away a few months ago. Um, and they decided to give it to Caitlyn Jenner versus this young lady who uh, uh, led a courageous fight of cancer before she has succumbed to it. Um, I don't know if you have any uh, uh, thoughts on this, but I'm going to ask you anyway. What's your thoughts in giving it to Caitlyn Jenner versus? Um, and I, I, the name escapes me, but the other, uh, young lady that, uh, was in the, uh, running for this award. Yeah. I mean, in general, I, I don't like award shows. I don't like music awards. I don't like movie TV awards for a lot of reasons. Uh, I mean, the SB awards, that's something created by ESPN 
and they purposely have it during a slow time of year when there's baseball, there's no football training camp yet, and basketball and hockey are over. So uh, it's something they created to get a good ratings night during that uh, void. And I actually think it got better ratings than uh, the baseball all-star game. Um, you know, uh, probably because it's ESPN and it's about entertainment, whatever, it would make sense to give it to somebody who's well-known like Jenner uh, instead of somebody who really might deserve it. But uh, that, that's the way award shows are. And that's one of the reasons I've never liked them. Okay. All right, let's move. Let's transition over to um, college football because I wanted to talk about one specific thing. I mean, we may talk about some other things, but this one specific thing that um, created, I would say, a, a somewhat of a firestorm over the last few days. Um, one of the one of the high profile coaches in all of uh, college football, Nick Saban, uh, coach at Alabama, complained that the NFL distracted his players by telling them which round they were projected to be drafted in just before the college football playoff game against Ohio State. Um, and he said that the, they they played um, when they found out what they, that was, they played uh, not to get hurt versus playing playing hard and, and it sounded like he was making an excuse um, for losing to Ohio State and then he tried to clear it up today by saying it wasn't an excuse at all for losing to Ohio State. There's no excuse. We didn't play as well as we wanted to play. That's my responsibility. It's my fault. It kind of surprised me that somebody in the media would take it the way when you try to make a suggestion that would make things better. They take it as an excuse for what you didn't do. I didn't manage it well enough to get our team ready to play, and our team chemistry wasn't what it needed to be, and that's all my responsibility. Um, but he said that the, his juniors and, and whatever um, had a draft grade, and they didn't want to jeopardize um, their um, their health. And they didn't play to their full potential. Um, and that's why he took some criti criticism for his comments, even though he's still standing by him. What's your thoughts about uh, Mr. Nicholas Staben from Alabama? Oh, God. You know, that guy epitomizes what I hate about college coaches. I mean, he's an excellent coach. I mean, he, that's obvious. But he's also uh, a phony hypocrite and a few other things. And, uh, yeah, you know, like when he was at Michigan State, he wasn't distracted by the deal with the Dolphins, and then he tells his whole team he's staying, and then the next day he leaves. Um, that's, that's how Nick Saban operates. And now that after an era where Alabama was one of the best teams in college history, which it's hard to imagine in this modern era, you know, with, with you know some parity, not a lot. You know, they they actually they've lost a few games, and, and he loves to have excuses for the loss. And, and believe me, if you know, I think it was last year, the year before, he was complaining about agents at the practices. If he was getting a piece of that, he wouldn't be complaining. Um, right. I, I just I can't stand this guy because uh, you know he he goes from job to job gets paid great, tells a lot of lies. Uh, but if, a, you know, a, a kid uh, 
17-year-old, sometimes that young, uh, commits to a school, sometimes if they change their mind, they, they, they still got a red shirt, you know? And if, you know, and then if you go to a school and you're not happy after a year or two, then you definitely have to red shirt. Hey, why don't they make guys like Saban red shirt? Um, it's ridiculous. Uh, you know, it's, it's obvious, you know, uh, anybody how full of crap this guy is. Okay. All right. Uh, now, I, I got something else here that I wanted to talk about in college football. Uh, University of Tennessee. Um, don't know if you knew about this or not, but uh, um, we we did hear rumblings over the last few months about uh, certain indiv- excuse me certain certain individuals from uh, football players from the University of uh, Tennessee. Well, they're they're added to a growing number of universities who are the focus of a federal investigation connected to. <coughs> excuse me, allegations of improper responses to reports of on and off campus sexual assaults, sexual assaults. The U S department of education's office of civil rights. The Tennessean is reporting has launched an investigation into sexual violence at the university of Tennessee. The investigation, the paper stated commenced on June 29th over the past several months. It's been re- reported across multiple media platforms that three Vols uh, football players have been connected to sexual assault allegations while they were still members of the football team. And uh, Michael Williams, who's then a current uh, University of Tennessee cornerback and a former University of Tennessee cornerback linebacker, A.J. Johnson, were indicted in mid-February. Um on two counts of aggravated rape, both pleaded not guilty a month later, although Johnson had already seen his invitation to NFL compound rescinded while it was reported in June that the Vols had moved on from Williams. According to the reports that surfaced in mid-November, a 19-year-old Vol student claimed that Johnson and Williams raped her at the former residence in a Knoxville apartment complex. The unnamed woman claimed that the assault lasted 45 minutes and occurred during the course of a party being held following um, a, a University of Tennessee's uh, win over Kentucky. Another 19-year-old woman claimed she was sexually assaulted at the same location around the same time by Williams. Um, then in late April of this year, Reports surfaced that wide receiver Von Pearson was a suspect in the investigation of alleged rape. Um, Pearson has been indefinitely suspended by head coach Butch Jones. In April of 2013, running back Marlon Lane, whose eligibility expired after the 2014 season, was on the receiving end, what turned out to be a two-month suspension that was attributed to disciplinary reasons. Um, he was named as a suspect in the rape of an 18-year-old high school student in his dorm in April uh, 9th of 2013, four days before his suspension. And in February of this year, Rehad Jones was on the team in 2014, but is no longer a part of the team, was named as a suspect in a sexual assault that was reported to the Knoxville police. Now, it, and it seems like the university um, 
hasn't done all they're supposed to do. That's why this investigation, overall investigation, is taking place. Uh, what's your thoughts on here? I got a caller online, but what's your thoughts before I bring this caller in? Well, I mean, it's unfortunate. It's not surprising, but I mean, it's not just an issue on college football teams. It's an issue in colleges and in society. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of guys on a college football team and there's over a hundred, you know, division one teams. So unfortunately there's going to be a few bad apples, but hopefully they weren't being coddled. And, uh, I'm sure we're not done hearing about it. All right. All right, let me uh, bring in this uh, caller on the line. I do know who he is. He hasn't been in, in, on on the air for a while, so we'll see what he's up to. What's up? What's up, my yeah. man? How you been? That's, we have Macau on the line. Uh, what's happening, my man? What's up? Hey, hey too much. How you doing, Jeff? Good, good. Yeah, I, I was listening to you, you know, y'all. He was breaking down all those rapes, man. This is, oh man, this is a serious epidemic of that stuff on these college campuses, man. I'm, 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 I'm really confused about it because, Why? I mean, you know, I'm trying to keep it PG. I know it ain't like they not doing anything. You know what I'm saying? I know it. Right. I know it's not like an abundance of free giveaways. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, you know, I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to be right here, but. Seriously, though, I mean, y'all got to take it, though, Slim. And then, I mean, it's, it's just gotten out of hand, man. It's gotten way out of hand. Well, let me let me let me let me uh, put it this way. And you put it pretty nicely when you said free giveaways, because I got to believe if you happen to be an athlete on one of these um, college teams um, that uh, you get. Privileges. Let me put it that way. You get, you get, you get privileges, and uh, uh, this should, this shouldn't be a need, unless, and let me see, unless you are one of these um, um, unsanitary. Let me put it that. Let me put it that way. Unsanitary. No one wants to be next to you because uh, the way you are uh, physically and maybe mentally. Um, and then even though th there's someone for everyone, I, I, I can't believe that the, these guys uh, have habitually and it just seems like it's habitually doing it here. And, you know, it's going on all, all over the across the country that these young guys c couldn't couldn't possibly be able to uh, enjoy themselves and. Um, find enjoyment in somebody in some form or fashion uh, without resorting to forcibly take it, just like you uh, you have happened to mention. Why? You want to comment on that? You, you, it's it's got to be something better than that. And then also, you know, you these youngers, these youngers are not trained on what, what's what. I mean, I'm just like their social skills. Ugh, these youngers' social skills. Suck. I have never seen anything like this in my life. And I sound like that get off get off my lawn, old man, right now. I know I do, but I don't care. These youngest man, I don't <laughs> I just don't get it. I don't get it. And, but you know, then another thing I get I don't get to you know, and I'm not knocking these I'm not knocking these ladies. You you do it, 
You know, it, and it happens. I mean, you know, they go to these parties, get twisted, get drunk, and then forgot what happened. And then it's all out that she was doing it with something, 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 somebody here. And all of that, oh, that's right. Because I didn't consent to that. And I'll be telling and I'll be telling young dudes that be like, look, Slim, don't be doing that stuff. You it's like they don't even they don't even know. They don't even know. They don't even know. They don't even know. I mean, even if like, you know, if she if she's drinking and she gets uh, that that's a state of unconsciousness. So and then y'all y'all have sex and then the next morning she be like, I didn't say we could, I don't I don't remember saying that's rape. That's it. That's all they need, Slim. You're going down. I, I just don't understand it. I, I mean, it's just really crazy to me. Well, and this is the age we live in, man. And, and you know that uh, things are, on a lot of campuses, things are free-flowing. And, and, and you know what I'm talking about. And I can't yes. believe that that it, it, guys would have to stoop to this. But, hey. Uh, some guys look at somebody and say, "You know, I want that," and uh, and the uh, other other side says, "I'm not reciprocating what what you feeling," and he says, "Well, uh, either it 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 either happens one way or the other," and that, that's how things get out of hand. Um, uh, and maybe these maybe these alumni do. Maybe what they need to do is just not like ban all you know all young girls that go to college up in that town. And then you know, have somebody like myself just you know pay 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 for some services for them youngins and stuff. Cause this is ridiculous, guys. This is ridiculous. This got way out of hand. Yeah, it has. You 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 you, you definitely said that right. It, it has gotten way out of hand, and and it's women out 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 uh out, out, out populate the men, and I, and I cannot believe. I cannot believe um, that you can't take advantage of that. I hate to say it like that, but if you can't take advantage of that and make the best of it, then you got to you got to uh, check check your game out and put it that way. Right. You got to just improve your game because if your game it ain't 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 what it used to away. Ain't what it's supposed to be. Well, you're gonna be stuck. And uh, all, right. all right, I just wanted to get but that out there. Think, but but Jerry, I don't even think they got the capacity to understand that socially. What you just said, I don't even. I don't think so. Wow. Well, you know that's that's where some guys uh, uh, hope to learn because it will hope to learn those skills. When, during college too, so I mean, you, besides learning book skills, you're supposed to learn some type of social skills too. You would hope you would learn some type of social skills, being uh, um, that you're in college and interacting with people from all over the country uh, and, and all ethnicities too. So, um, but some guys, you know, you can take, you know, we're talking about about the out, out of the hood. You can take someone out of the hood, but you can't take hood out of some some people. And I'm saying it nicely, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, so, all right. Let's move on to something a little a little lighter, um, but none not, not uh, nonetheless uh, uh, more important because I've heard about this 
for quite a while. And it seemed like it finally came to a head. Uh, and it just happens to be it came to a head in California. But I know the um, there's some teams in the AFC East, especially the Buffalo Bills, that are uh, uh, had some issues with this. Uh, California, and I know that, that, like I said, this is on a lighter note. This is back in the NFL we're talking about. Um, California now recognizes NFL cheerleaders as employees. Now, I know you said, what are we talking about cheerleaders? Well, cheerleaders are people, too. And um, I read an article years back um, uh, on, on about the Buffalo Bills, and I'm going to bring it up. Uh, because I still have that. I, I don't still have it, but I have um, the information about the Buffalo Bills organization and their cheerleaders. But I want to read this article that California finally uh, decided to um, um, stick up for the cheerleaders. And uh, when a stream of uh, lawsuits exposed the extent to which NFL teams exploit uh, cheerleaders financially, it was obvious that changes would be coming to the system for paying them. California has become the first state in the country to expressly make cheerleaders employees for the purpose of a minimum wage and overtime. The new law will make it easier for cheerleaders of California NFL teams to prove employment status and in turn the receipt uh, justify minimum wage and overtime. Without the new law, teams could try to claim that the cheerleaders are contractors. Um, for years, some teams have taken advantage of the intensely competitive nature of the cheerleader selection process to justify paying the, in quotation marks, winners less than they deserve or otherwise treating them poorly. A rash of lawsuits has exposed some of the senior alleged practices, and hopefully the combination of litigation and legislation will bring about the kind of change that ensures the cheerleaders will be treated like any other employee, male or female. Now, I'm going to also read this article uh, about um, some of the things the Buffalo Bills require from their cheerleaders. And it's like, it's crazy. Hold on a minute. Let me grab it. Here, here it is. Okay. The Bills cheerleaders have a handbook. And in that handbook, one of the things uh, the Bill cheaters are told how to is watch their, um, and I'll say it, their vaginas. <laughs> believe it or not, I'm, I'm dead serious. When I read this, I couldn't believe it. Um, uh, there are a few things you need to know if you want to be a successful Buffalo Bills cheater, cheerleader. And this is a quote from the uh, uh, um, book. When men menstruating, use a product that's right for your menstrual flow. General hygiene and lady body maintenance is a section of the handbook given to cheerleaders known as the Jills. A tampon too big can irritate and develop fungus. A product left in too long can cause bacteria or fungus buildup. Products can be changed at least every four hours, except when sleeping, they can be left in overnight. Um, let me see what else I got to say here. Um... A Jill is told what tampons she should wear, how she should keep certain intimate areas fresh, and in general has to submit to a series of byzantine and comically and infantilizing requirements. 
and guidelines governing everything from appearance to etiquette to etiquette for formal dining, to communicating with people with disabilities. A jail is paid next to nothing, no money for game day cheering, none for practice, none for the bulk of her minimum 20 personal appearances, none from the tips she receives but must turn in during the mandatory Jill's golf tournament. So she gets the tip at the tournament. She's got to turn it in, and it's classified by the team as a volunteer, <coughs> excuse me, independent contractor. Um, and I'm reading some, do not be overly opinionated about anything. Do not compl complain about anything. Ever hang out with a whiner. It's exhausting and bo boring. Do not use slang in conversations. Never use words, phrases such as like, I seen it, you guys, dude, them guys, pee and ain't. Use oh my goodness rather than oh my God. Do not consume conversations and watch body language. Be aware of female companions and children. Always turn the conversation back to the other person. Never flirt. Watch other poor manners or nervous habits such as nail biting, knuckle, neck, cracking, excessive sniffling, and too many R movements. Always say, excuse me when you burp, sneeze, or cough, even if you think or it, there isn't anyone around. Always avoid politics, religion, sexual references, talk about last night. Don't try to talk about your personal life, job, boyfriends, what you're doing later, etc. Inappropriate jokes, strong opinions, gossip saying I or me too often. Wash hands often to prevent spread of viruses. Remove makeup every night before going to bed. Makeup left in the creases of your skin crease creates early wrinkles. Don't use loofahs or sponges to hold tons of germs. Throw them away now. Always shower after workout and change undergarments. Try to cough and sneeze into your arm, not your hand. If you use your hand, wash immediately. Never use a deodorant or chemically enhanced product. Simple non-deodorant soap will maintain the right pH balance. That's in intimate areas. That's just a few of what's in the, what in the handbook of a Jill, which is the Buffalo Bills cheerleader. They get paid at virtually no money for doing a lot of stuff uh, and personal appearances. And now um, California's recognized that as being a a uh, uh, an employee versus a independent contractor, and I can imagine that all these other lawsuits are going to change the way that these teams, the the states that the teams are in, um, treat their cheerleaders. Who has a thought on this? I go to Macau first. Yeah, I um, <clears throat> I saw the story that uh, Real Sports did on this. Maybe like. Um, I don't know, maybe like in the last in the last year to six months. And um uh the you know, actually you know, actually that book was written by a woman. Yeah, I know. Like that handbook was written yep. by a woman. Yep. Um I think it's you know, I think it's a good move by Florida. I mean I'm sorry, California. Right. To uh, go ahead and make them uh uh employees or what have you. But I think what's ultimately going to happen is they're going to scrap all the cheerleaders. I mean, because there's like six teams now that don't have cheerleaders, namely the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, I mean, good luck to them. I mean, I, I, you know, I understand where they, you know, where they're coming from with, you know, as far as that money is concerned. And then that handbook is just like retarded. I mean, it's just like a, a, a lot there. 
I mean, you can, like, you know, if, if, if there's, like, norms and social norms that need to be uh, either taught or shown, you, you're best off having a course for that instead of, like, right now in a rule book like that because that was just, like, that's just, like, ridiculous. But, uh, hey, man, I mean, I mean, I go back to what I said earlier in the, in the last in the last conversation. You know, a lot right. of people aren't socially adept anymore, man. Right. You got, you got it. So it's almost just crazy. It sounds crazy. To, it sounds crazy for me to say, say, but it's a lot of people that need to read something like that and know it because they don't know it. They don't know it. They don't know it. But it is. It's way out of bounds, though. No doubt about it. Way out of bounds. I think they, like I said, they could have did like a, a, you know, like a class or a seminar or something that they, you know, that they go through and and you know, a lady might you know, uh, discuss those things with them, but nah, man. All that stuff written out like that, mm-mm, this is a little retarded. Jeff, what's your thoughts, man, if you have any? Wow. I'll tell you, I'm going to be thinking about that all night. I mean, <laughs> it, it, pretty much go, going along with what Mikal said, I mean, you know, I'm not a CEO or anything, but I know – in life and especially in the business world, there's certain things you don't want to put in writing, like uh, the whole thing about the hygiene. I mean, come on. Um, I I mean, I I can see certain things about the social skills because, you know, some of these gals might be a little young, but this thing's been going on with the cheerleaders for a long time. And this is how NFL teams and their wealthy owners operate. This is how they take care of business. You know, they have a lot of part-time employees, all kinds, not just the cheerleaders. Um, why? Because they, cause they don't have to hire full-time employees. They want to save a buck, you know. Um, and they, they use the girls, you know, for a little publicity, attention, and whatever. And they get peanuts because they're, they're for every if they get rid of a girl – I should say a woman, there's 10 others who want to take a place. Um, And and it's been like this forever. Uh, um, Like, I remember when I was a kid, you know, I remember one of this girl I was friends with wanted to be a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader, and it was like a blue mind. They were only getting paid like 20 bucks a game. And they were getting ungats for practices and whatnot. And that's what I think, you know, the deals vary slightly from team to team. And like a lot of things, it's complicated. Because I remember I saw this in ESPN, and they said, I think for the Dallas Cowboys, which kind of pretty much set the standard. You know, I think they're the best-known cheerleaders. They think they were one of the first NFL teams to have cheerleaders. And um, they said, uh, you know, they don't get paid much, uh, but they do get some perks, you know, like tanning and uh, stuff like that, Um, things like that. They get the perks, but uh, the thing is, uh, you know, they might be getting 50 bucks for a game, but they're putting in a lot of hours of practice, and they don't get paid for that. Now, the Bills, man, that sounds like the worst cheerleading squad uh, in the NFL because I, I thought that they do – most teams, I think, they make a few bucks on the appearances, you know, nope. which is cool, you know. And I've heard that most of the time when you go to the appearances, they're, they're very nice, you know. They're very personable. Because usually, I guess, I think you get a certain personality type. Uh, you, right. You're not going to get a lot of introverts, you know, necessarily going going out for uh, NFL cheerleader squad. But, man, right. 
you know, in this day and age, you got to be careful what you put in print. And it's, it's, if it was a guy who wrote that book, he'd be getting crucified. I mean, you know, a woman should be ashamed of herself. Yep. All right. Well, we got uh, about three minutes left in the show here. Um, and, and you know what? I want to go over this real quick. This, 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 this is in the world of boxing. As you guys know that Floyd Mayweather uh, and Pacquiao were getting lambasted for their last fight. Um, some people didn't agree with the, the way it went down. Uh, and uh, and uh, quite naturally, some people weren't happy that Floyd, Floyd won the fight. Floyd has one fight left with uh, Showtime. Showtime is the uh, um, is part of uh, CBS. And um, with that being said, uh, there's a strong rumor that the last fight of uh, Floyd Mayweather's career or w with the agreement with uh, Showtime will be a free site. I mean, excuse me, a free uh, fight shown on CBS in uh, September 12th. Now, seems like there's some um, uh, sketchiness about who will be that uh, opponent, whether it will be Berto or someone else that uh, to be named. Uh, what's your thoughts on possibly Mayweather's last fight, um, supposedly last fight that he, he's going to retire? It's going to be a free uh, on a, a major network, uh, Jeff, then uh, Mikhail. Well, I, I, I have to say, I mean, it's a great idea because this is a guy who, who who's laughing his way all the way to the bank, but he does have a bit of a public image problem. It'd be, it'd be a nice little give back to the fans who spent a lot of money for uh, a fight that wasn't very action packed, but you know, uh, some of these fans were very casual fans and a little naive. It's like they were expecting a Rocky movie where they come out and they're just swinging like crazy the whole time. And not too many professional boxing matches are like that. What's your thought? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, you know, I, I think it's, you know, sheer business brilliance. Honestly. I mean, it's like, I, like I told you, I don't, I don't know if you heard me when I told, uh, jury this uh jeff um uh one of al Heyman's things is he wants to blow they they want to blow up the whole uh pay-per-view model so i mean this is just perfect i mean you know they 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 blew it all the way out with that last fight took every took everybody for everything and now now that the pay-per-view model is all blown up because nobody wants Nobody wants to pay, pay for pay-per-view anymore. They know it, so let's go ahead and put it on national TV. Oh, I mean, I, I mean, because there's really no one else for him to fight. No one else for him to fight. I mean, you got right. Keith Thurman yapping, but uh, no, nah, I don't, I don't, that's it. I got a a a, a um a text from um, Mike Mike Wright and he's unfortunately he can, wouldn't be able he would unable to join us tonight, but he said he heard Berto is the opponent and that Baltimore's Gervonta Tank Davis is on the undercard. Um, since uh, Macau, you're down from that area, you know who this uh, Gervonta Tank Davis is? Nah, I haven't heard of him. I haven't heard okay. of him. Okay. 
maybe we maybe we can get uh, more information from Black and Mike, and, and uh, um, maybe we can also, if uh, Mike's listening, I think he is, get him um, on the uh, show and uh, talk to him, see, see, get an interview from this uh, Mr. Davis to see what he's all about. All right, we come to the end of the show. Uh, I'm going to uh, go around the horn like I always do um, to get your guys' closing thoughts so we can uh, get out of here and join the rest of the night and in- going into the weekend. Go to Macau first and then um, uh, Jeff and then uh, I end it with myself. Talk to me, uh, Macau. Just want to say a uh, big shout-out to the Dallas Cowboys for re-signing one of the best specimens in the NFL. You know, um, it doesn't take a rocket science to see that the boy deserved the money, and they should, you should have gave it to him off the break because it ain't like you're hurting for money. You worth $3.2 billion. So uh, I don't know what the big fuss was, but y'all finally got it done. But uh, I want to say peace and blessings to everybody else. Catch y'all, I guess, Saturday. All right, Jeff, what about uh, yourself? Uh, I'm some, I want to mention this because this is uh, something that uh, Jerry usually mentions about the uh, Buffalo Bills offensive line coach, Aaron Cromer, getting arrested. Oh, yes. For Thank you, Jeff. I forgot all about that. Boy in the face over uh, beach chairs. I mean, after uh, blabbing to the media last year in Chicago about Jay Cutler, he's lucky to still be in the league. Yep. And uh, if there's, there's any truth in those allegations – uh, he's going to be fired, and uh, uh, and he d- deserves to be fired. And I think the league likes it when the teams take action and don't wait for the league. But, uh, you know, I, I don't get this guy. And, you know, he, he was arrested. He wasn't indicted. He hasn't been to court. But if any bit of that is true, uh, good riddance to bad trash. NFL doesn't need a guy like that. Exactly. And Jeff, by the way, I, I, I don't know if you mentioned or not. I don't think you did. He's suspended indefinitely. <clears throat> so yeah, there may be some, hey, there may, there, yeah, there may be some truth to that, but he's suspended yeah. indefinitely. And, uh, uh, um, I, I don't think this guy is going to be coaching again in the NFL. I'd be very surprised. I think, um, he's a bad egg with a, with a bad temper and, uh, it, it will be shortly uh, trying to get a job in a high school, uh, a football team, um, if that's if that's possible. All right, uh, we come to the end of the show. Um, hopefully, uh, I, I'll have uh, Mr. FSP Victor uh, with us on Saturday. He has a 13-hour difference between here and where he's at right now, um, but I'm pretty sure he's he'll wind up. Um, hosting the show on Saturday, which is the FSP show, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'll be a co-host of that. And then tune in, tune in on um, Sunday, uh, where I'll be hosting the Master Plan at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I've gone through the uh, tight ends two weeks ago for fantasy, my rankings. I've gone through the quarterbacks uh, for fantasy Last week on my rankings, this week I'm going to do the uh, wide receivers um, and uh, wind up uh, next week with the uh, running backs. So tune in for that. Uh, With that being said, thank you guys for joining me tonight. Uh, Enjoy the rest of tonight and going into the weekend. Um, For the listeners out there, 
Uh, tune in next week, uh, same time. Thank you for listening, and uh, we're out. Yeah. It's Mr. Anchor. Fantasy, sports, and politics. Crew. Yeah. Check. Fantasy, sports, and politics. Ain't no other talk show hot as this. Cover every sport and we get it all right. Log on the site, you can listen tonight. Talk about the game, who in first place. You can even call up, state your own case. Football, b-ball, soccer too. Log on, ain't nobody stopping you. It's fantasy, sports, and politics crew. Yeah, come on. Fantasy, sports, and politics crew. Yeah. Fantasy Sports and Politics Crew. Uh. Fantasy Sports and Politics Crew. Yeah, lock on.